A case that has never failed to confuse me. One that has brought up so many emotions. One that to this very day is yet to be solved. Today we will dis- discuss the case of three-year-old Madeline McCann. Or should I say 17-year-old Madeline McCann. Because this May, she will be turning 18, marking the anniversary to 15 years. The young girl who disappeared just nine days before her fourth birthday. The McCanns and three other families left their hometown of Loughborough, England, to go on holiday to Praia de Luz, Portugal. They stayed at the Ocean Club Flats and each rented their own apartments, doors down from one another. The vacation seemed perfect. The family spent days at the pool or the beach, and later in the afternoon, the parents dropped their children off at the Ocean Club Kids Camp while they attended private tennis lessons. However, the evening seems seemed a little off. Jerry and Kate McCann, as well as the other parents, would put their kids to bed around 7 p.m. each night and then meet at the Ocean Club Tapas restaurant for dinner and drinks. Now let's make this clear. The parents left their children up unaccompanied as they slept. It seemed harmless, correct? Each parent would switch off, checking on every flat to make sure the children were soundly sleeping. But to make it easier, the parents left the sliding doors unlocked. They felt unlocking the door each time would be noisy and wake up the children. And this was their nightly ritual. Now, in my opinion, this was a big mistake. Madeline, the oldest of the children, was only three years old. At three, you have no responsibility whatsoever to watch over yourself, let alone your younger siblings. Not to mention, Kate and Jerry McCann and the other parents told this information to almost all the staff, meaning most working at the restaurant knew the young children were alone in their flats. On May 3rd, 2007, at 8.35 p.m., the parents went to dinner like they normally did, to the Tapas restaurant and bar. This was located just 50 meters from the flats. At 8.55 p.m., Matt, a friend from the group, went to check on the children. He returned back with a normal report and said the children were all fast asleep. At 9.05 p.m., Jerry McCann decided to go check on just his children. When he arrived at the flat, He noticed the sliding door had been left open just a tad bit more than usual. But Madeline and the twins were both in their bed, so he thought nothing of it. On his way back, he saw a friend from the hotel named Jeremy, and they chatted for a few minutes. He didn't notice. However, Jane Tanner, another friend from the group, walked by on her way to check on her children. She said in the corner of her eyes she viewed a tall man carrying a young sleeping girl over his shoulder, away from the flats, walking very frantically. This did seem a little odd, but it was normal behavior for parents to be carrying their their sleeping children. So again, she brushed it off. Now at 10 p.m., Kate McCann left the restaurant to check on her children. When she opened the door, it slammed shut behind her. Her instincts kicked in and she assumed there was a window open somewhere. 
when she put them to bed, she made sure they were all tightly shut. The twins were sleeping soundly in their crib, but when she entered Madeline's room, she could immediately feel a cool breeze, proving the waist-high window was in fact opened, right under it, an empty bed with no Madeline. Kate starts panicking and leaves the apartment with the twins alone and return to the restaurant in a distraught manner. The families immediately contacted the Portuguese police, and not long after that, the resort had a massive search going with tons of volunteers. A couple staying at the resort claimed they had seen a man carrying a young blonde girl down to the beach. A day into the search, the police brought in a cadaver dog, which is a dog who searches for human remains. The dog alerted the parents' closet and behind their bed, as well as in the trunk of the McCann's rental car. This led to the parents becoming prominent suspects in the case. People all across the world were accusing them, telling them how horrible they were of parents. Portugal, and all I can say is it just felt so safe. You know, it was a family-friendly resort. It's the first time I'd ever been to Portugal, but... All the family and friends I knew that I'd be in there said it's, you know, it's a lovely country and it's really safe and it's for families. I mean, Jerry, I mean, a difficult question. But obviously, the resort you were in had lots of nanny facilities and they weren't that expensive to use and you both were professionals earning money. Another criticism that's put to you is why didn't you just pay to have a, a nanny if you wanted to go out for dinner? Yeah, I mean, it's not a question of money. We did uh, what we thought was best in the kids' routines and... I think as parents, um, we were we had a very good routine in terms of the whole bath, bed, story type thing. And and I, I take your point, but for me, you know, if your children are asleep upstairs in a bedroom and you're dining in the garden, you're out of sight and you can't hear them. Um, and that's the similar thing to me. We were except, I guess, that most people's homes are secure. Sure. You know, th this was not a secure property. People could come in and off the street if they wanted to. That that's where the criticism. I guess, comes at its most fierce towards you is, you know, you're, you're intelligent people and you were certainly good parents. There's no one's questioning that from all accounts that we've all heard. It's just when you have people coming in and off a street like that and it's not your home and it's not really secure. In the McCann's first time visiting Portugal and they weren't super familiar with the area. They had heard great things about it and assumed it was safe. An abduction never crossed their mind. 